From Alaska Teen Media Institute, I'm Grady Cutchins. This is Film Club. A podcast series where our youth film critics and cultural connoisseurs get together to spill the theoretical tea on a new movie. So these are spoiler-filled conversations. If you haven't seen the movies they're talking about, be prepared to learn far more about them than the trailers will tell you. For this episode, we are talking about two documentaries that deal with similar topics, Framing Britney Spears and This is Paris. Framing Britney Spears follows the Free Britney movement, which is dedicated to releasing the pop star from a conservatorship where her father controls all of her finances and medical decisions. This is Paris focuses on another millennial celebrity, Paris Hilton. The documentary delves into her childhood experience at boarding schools where she alleges that she was physically and emotionally abused. Our youth film critics got together on Zoom to talk about the movies, including how celebrity culture has changed since the early 2000s, and the ways that society addresses mental health issues among youth in America. Here's our discussion, led by senior producer Sam Burnitz. Hi everyone, welcome back to Film Club. So I thought we'd start just by introducing ourselves. I don't have an icebreaker question or anything, but my name is Sam. I use they, them, or she, her pronouns. And yeah, I'm looking forward to the conversation today. Hey, um, I'm Ada. I use they, them pronouns. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> and I'm Chloe. I use she, her pronouns. And yeah, I'm really excited. And I don't know if there's anything else I should say. <laughs> Got it. So I wanted to start just by hearing like how everyone was first introduced to either of these celebrities. Like what's your initial relationship to them? Um, both Brittany and Paris. You know, I feel like everyone kind of knows Brittany. Right, like mega star, like everybody knew her. She's super like... I don't know, she's a popular singer. Everybody loves Britney. But Paris Hilton, at least, because I'm kind of a child, um, I didn't really know a lot about her. I remember seeing like videos of Paris like acting really dumb, you know, like dumb blonde type things. But I've never really like no I've, I've never known much about her one of my friends though in love with her knows knew her entire story it was crazy chloe how about you yeah i definitely feel like we were, i don't know we were kind of talking about this the other day and i definitely agree with that like britney spears um i definitely remember like watching her music videos like when i was younger like listening to her music when i was younger just hearing it in general um it was more in the like understanding of the world but Paris Hilton I kind of my understanding of Paris Hilton is that she's almost like a little bit more of like someone for someone for the like um like an older gener like a millennial generation maybe because I feel like I know Paris Hilton through like the Kardashians weirdly like not that I really watch the Kardashians but anyway but like my understanding of Paris Hilton is like frame through like this whole other like group of celebrities weirdly um so I don't know yeah I've I've never really really like connected with her like like she's never been like a celebrity I've like been like 
interested until I guess watching this documentary like definitely like changed my like kind of understanding of her and saw me her saw her in like a much different light from just like all I kind of grew up knowing about Paris Hilton was that she was this like quote like dumb blonde like you said at Ada um whether that's like obviously like super sexist but um yeah I don't know this gave me like a more um full understanding of like kind of why she's important and why people don't know her at all um yeah <laughs> could you both say your ages really quick just because I feel like it's kind of relevant to the conversation yeah definitely I am 23 I'm 17 <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm also 23 and I feel like I, I agree that um, I definitely like grew up listening more to Britney's music and like seeing her like in like the Fred Myers like checkout aisle like on the covers of all the little gossip magazines like all the time. Um, but I definitely Paris Hilton I definitely knew about through like people that were a little bit older than me. I feel like I kind of knew about the same amount about Paris Hilton as I did about Trump, actually, which is funny. I guess Trump maybe was more relevant because he was like still on TV, but just like kind of big people in the 90s. I don't know. I think I remember hearing about her like sex scandal from somebody oh, yeah. before, you know, like we were, I was probably really young, though, you know, just didn't know what that like meant. Same with like the Kardashians, like because I'm just so young. Yeah, and I feel like just a quick synopsis in case people haven't seen the Paris Hilton documentary. Um, it's kind of like a tell-all documentary about Paris Hilton and like she gets kind of into a lot of childhood trauma that I feel like a lot of people probably didn't know about, um, which we'll discuss in a second. And the Britney Spears documentary is about her conservatorship which she was recently released from or something. No, um, I don't no. think so. Oh. I think, I think like her dad was like, I'll step down when the time mm. is right or something. Yeah. Like, so he said he'd step down, but I don't know. I actually haven't read much about it. Um, I just saw, cause I just saw like the headline, you know, that he stepped down by then. I don't know. Yeah. And then <laughs> the documentary also got into a little bit, I think like just, how poorly Britney was treated in the early 2000s by like paparazzi and the media and stuff. Yeah, so I'm curious, like, well, I have two questions. I guess we can just do both of them. Like, what, what surprised you about these stories? And then more like, another question would be, how has a relationship to celebrity changed since the 2000s? Oh. Either of those are up for grabs. <laughs> that second question I find so interesting because um like a big part of the Paris Hilton documentary was like people talking about how Paris Hilton was responsible for like social media and stuff like that starting kind of I mean obviously it's like not just her but um I feel like it makes sense like the Britney craze and the Paris craze like being through these tabloids of that being the only way people could get their like celebrity news and I feel like now that social media exists it's just shifted so much and we see like celebrities in almost like more of a personal way kind of like I feel like there's more like power to I don't know like not just be like we're kind of the paparazzi now I mean obviously paparazzi still exists but like you know it's so much easier to just like 
videotape someone like having a fight in like a restaurant or something and put it up online yeah that's my I'm kind of answered just the second question but I don't know I find that that's like a really interesting question yeah I mean I feel like because of social media and stuff we don't you know go out of our way to like read tabloids as much anymore either so their jobs are kind of you know irrelevant now and that whole like people were making millions off of just taking pictures of uh Paris Hilton that you don't see that it happening as often because people don't you know pay for those pictures as much anymore I I it's funny because it's like I feel like in some ways now with social media I also almost consume more like news about celebrities than I ever have done in like the past like especially I never use snapchat anymore but I always am looking through like the snapchat like tabloid kind of like um, news things they have I don't know why I think it's just pure boredom and they just hook you with like (laughs) like scandalous titles and stuff and it's like in my mind I'm like I don't actually care about this person but something about it it's just so easy to consume I, de- I definitely like see a lot of stuff on Twitter just like everything feels so important like that's like happening that day and then it's like all gone the next day and it's a lot of it definitely like is around celebrities um but yeah I agree like I've also just been thinking about since social media is more the way that we that we consume like celebrities and celebrities have like some sort of control over their social media does that I mean maybe it's not a question of like better or worse but it definitely is a shift in power or something yeah Yeah. like like with the Kardashians it's interesting like what they did because they had their they basically like controlled their own fame like by creating their show they just created a show about themselves that's what like they had uh way now they have like complete control over like their entire like deal (laughs) which is crazy I feel like that's so different like that was such a shift yeah and I feel like because it's different now it's interesting or I I especially well watching both of the documentaries it was interesting to look back at like an era where it was like peak paparazzi because to me I mean that's what to me that's also what surprised me because I like I remember obviously seeing all the tabloids and stuff, but in like knowing that paparazzi were like bad or whatever, but the documentary was kind of eye-opening to me in that just like how horrible the paparazzis were to Britney and how much money there was there and how little control she had over it. And, And kind of same with Paris. So I don't know. What do you guys feel like, like looking back, what is their to learn from, I guess, from the early 2000s and like what's carried over. Well, one thing I was thinking about, do you remember that YouTube video? It was like the girl, I think she like had her hair cut and like had a crazy wig or something. And she was just crying in the video camera and she's like, free Britney. Like she, it's like, <laughs> like that's the video. And I remember like seeing that and being like, what the heck is this about? Like, I remember, like, I didn't even think about it. Like it never occurred to me that like a woman could be in the situation that Britney Spears was in. And like, I just, I think that at the time, just growing up in the 2000s and like, I don't know, just growing up with like, in like, I guess the sexist world, like I grew up in, I I like went along with it. I was like, oh yeah, Britney Spears is probably crazy because she's famous. Like, 
and fame drives people crazy mm-hmm. or whatever. But now, like, I, what I love about this documentary is, like, especially the Britney one, I think it really just, like, did a really good job of, like, showing how, like, just how much, like, sexism was, like, ingrained in our culture at the time and how normal, like, they sure how normalized that era was and, like, just, like, we're still in the same world. But, yeah, it definitely captured, I think, a lot of the... Um, like just that world and that era really well. And I think it did a really good job of showing how what happened to Britney Spears was just not fair, not right. Um, and just like explained it very clearly how all those, such, like the, I, I like the story about the car seat and then she gets interviewed by these interviewers and they're just making her feel awful for something that is just not there's nothing wrong with what she did just like how the media framed her into like this bad mother mm. um, or tried to just because yeah yeah i feel like also at least for me i mean maybe like ada coming from a different age will have like a different perspective but it was like that was kind of like um like growing up with britney and in that being normal it was interesting to look back and being like oh like the gender politics of fame and just in general, like in the early 2000s were so up and you don't realize it at the time when you're growing up in it. So it made me kind of think differently about what's going on now. Not that I'm not already trying to be critical, but it's just like that. If to me, it doesn't feel like that long ago, but it was, I don't know. The treatment was pretty horrible in a way that I feel like hopefully the media wouldn't do in 2021 but maybe they would it's crazy to see because like again I'm you know that was the year I was born like I didn't have any like experience or knowledge of like the things going on then and then to see how like poorly these women were treated like they both had weird like boyfriend sex scandals happen where the media all just decided that they were in the wrong, which still sometimes with celebrities today, but you'll see more people, you know, defending them and stuff. But to like see all these different like late night hosts or like news outlets saying things about Britney and Paris, it was just, it was weird. Yeah, like you'd be fired for some of the stuff, the questions they asked her and stuff. Like asking her about her like breasts and stuff like on public TV. They also, I mean, I think everyone already knew this, but the documentary definitely made Justin Timberlake (laughs) seem like a major for sure. So do you you feel like now that celebrities like getting back to social media and like celebrities having... Um, control over their own image does that mean we see a more like real version of them and if that makes sense I don't think so because a lot of the time too they're not actually the ones controlling their like Mm. social media accounts they have like managers and like other people to do that and usually you know celebrities want to like protect their image so you're not going to see things that are like you know more personal or things that they don't want you to see. Yeah, I also just think that social media isn't an accurate reflection of reality. So, you know, or like 
I keep on bringing up the Kardashians. I just yeah. think the Kardashians are like kind of the most relevant. Um, like, For sure. You know, um, but like all the, I don't know if it's really flack, but you know, they, they like Photoshop all of their photos, you know, <laughs> and then you get like weird photos that are like weirdly like edited and you can tell and it's like, I just think the distortion of reality is like, I don't know. <laughs> I guess for me, I'm thinking about, again, the Paris Hilton documentary, because she was like the blueprint for the Kardashians. And the Kardashians, like you said, are kind of the blueprint now. Um, They're all like the TikTok stars and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So she kind of is like the blueprint in that she was able to control like her image to a certain extent i mean she definitely got out of control with the paparazzi well but she kind of honestly my impression of paris hilton that the thing i do kind of like about her now after seeing this documentary is like i feel like she's sort of more like the person who's like you can't control everything you can't control what mm. people are going to think of you always so yeah i'm going to do like what i want and be that like if people are calling me like a a like party girl whatever I'm just gonna be that and like be okay with it and I feel like that's why people connect with her mm-hmm. an interesting um or at least that's my impression the thing I did kind of find cool about her after watching the documentary that I'd never really like seen before also the that um made me like Paris Hilton more than I initially did like when I started watching I was like Paris Hilton whatever but like uh her like DJing or whatever I thought that oh, was super I want to. I want to know what she plays. Like maybe yeah. we cut this out. But I'm like, I wonder what type of like music yeah. she's playing. I had no idea if she like DJed before yeah. that documentary. I was like, I don't know what Paris Hilton does. So, do you think it's? I mean, this is a similar question. But has anything gotten better in terms of our relation to to celebrity from from either of your perspectives, or? or maybe it's gotten worse or has it just changed I feel like I mean now we also have like internet celebrities and stuff too Mm. and sometimes people feel like they have a close connection with these celebrities and sometimes people take that too far and they'll you know send them things that like they shouldn't be sending to people or um there was a situation where somebody you know went to this like youtuber's house because he made a joke about you know giving someone like I think like cookies or something if somebody showed up and uh when it comes to like our traditional celebrities while they like also post it makes it it gives this like surreal sense of closeness with them even though it's it's not really there and I don't know I I, I'm again I don't know how it really was like back in the 2000s but now I feel it's very like this it there's this um one-sided relationship with you know us to them but Mm -hmm. I don't know, they, they want to, you know, you know, celebrities have to um, 
feedback with their like fans to keep everybody engaged. And, you know, when they don't do that, these sometimes people, you know, stands, you know, they get upset sometimes, go a little wild. Yeah, I don't know. It's such an interesting question because I feel so many like mixed feelings about it because I feel like there's so many celebrities that I sort of like look up to in this sort of way yeah. of like of like style or like oh attitude or like activism or like whatever it is. Um, like they're definitely in my life. Like they're in my life in a weird way, but also um, they're obviously like I don't know. It's like this interesting thing. It's like a relationship, but it's like you're not. You know, I don't say hi to, you know, whoever, whatever celebrity I like on the red. Like, I don't have a relationship with that celebrity. It's it's purely online, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm thinking maybe the more important follow-up to ask would be, like, is it, like, what is the purpose of celebrity, mm-hmm. um, just in general? Because I, I also go back and forth, because obviously it's, like, like Ada was saying, like they're stands and like, I've been one of them. <laughs> like, it's fun, like to, in a certain way to follow like a, a celebrity yeah. in like, I don't know, idealize their life. And even just like, I've, I've definitely like follow and have followed a bunch of kind of like micro celebrities on the internet. And in a certain way that, that makes me feel like I have like some sort of community, um, like whatever community it is, like, I don't know, like art or like queer people or like, I don't know. Like there's some, there's in some way it's like, oh, all these celebrities, but per, like, like maybe it's different if you actually interact with people. Yeah. No, I was thinking about that too. Like, I feel like the other thing is like, when I think back to the 2000s, like, I don't know what you define a celebrity as, but especially with social media, it's like the number of people that have like a small following of like a thousand plus people is like, there's millions of people like that, you know? Um, so it's like there's so many people now in our culture to just like look up to in like this influencer kind of way I don't know but the other thing I was thinking about celebrity like their role is I almost feel like celebrities this is going way back this might be too like philosophical or like historical or something but I feel like back in the day it used to be like there was like a king or there used to be god a god (laughs) like religion and then I feel like there were like kings and queens and royalty and I feel like now it's like replaced with celebrity in some kind of way I don't know maybe that's reading into it too much but I feel like or even like in Britain like the and it's all like so I guess like it's weird because I feel like it's also like kind of inherently built on this idea of someone has something that you don't someone has like clothes you don't someone has money you don't a house you don't it's like all based on like but also like, but then also like, not also like also there's like music and like act like I don't know. There's tons of reasons why someone's a celebrity, but like maybe I'm thinking more of like Instagram like influencer type culture. But anyway, I'm like rambling a lot. But yeah, I feel like it's my it's I have a mixed feeling about like celebrity because and sometimes like I love art, I love music, I love like all things like that. And I love like celebrities that are part of some things that I love, but then. I also feel like this mixed, like, like I think there's a lot of emptiness in celebrity too, because like mm-hmm. you can have everything in the like. There's so many like the number of celebrities that OD or like you know 
go into like certain situations that are um, like have really sad lives. It's like just a mixed thing. Yeah. So I don't know. In some ways, like, I guess it's better that people aren't getting like so harassed and like there's more awareness of like that you shouldn't just harass someone until they, you know, run in front of a car and die. <laughs> but at the same time, I, in some ways, I feel like there's almost more eyes on everyone with social media because I don't know, our world has just changed so much. Well, I, 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 the music thing is really interesting to me and like the art thing also, cause definitely I've like cried over like celebrity deaths, but I guess that's more of like their art really spoke to me. And then knowing that they're gone, it's like, but in what way is that is like the celebrity actually, do I actually care about them or do I just care about like the art they made and like the way it speaks to me? And also I feel like it's interesting what you said about kings and queens because in some way that's like oh celebrity is serving a purpose it's like some sort of like spiritual leaders or something for us but the flip side of that would be like you're a celebrity is just like a commodity like in the same way that like if you really think about it like what purpose does your landlord serve you know (laughs) you know like they're not really contributing to society but like are celebrities contributing to society it's kind of hard to say i don't know one thing I'm kind of like thinking about it, I feel like when I come into situations like this, I I don't know. I mean, in other countries, they have like royal families and people like that. And I guess a lot of other countries have like, like there's Bollywood or like, um, like China has like its own movie industry. But like, I don't know. I'm just thinking of sometimes I feel like when I think of celebrity, it's so like ingrained and in, like thinking about it in terms of like what it's like in the U.S., it makes me like, I guess there's like other realities out there where not everyone's just like obsessed with, I guess when I think about it in like the context of the US, it's also like, I feel like our culture is so obsessed with wealth and status and things like that. I feel like that plays into it too. Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like, I don't know, other places. I I guess there's like athletes too. I don't know. I don't know. They're all just people like you can look up to and like idolize, you know, they got money, they're doing their thing. You can look up to them. You can, you know, fantasize about what they have. Yeah. 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 And ideology is not always like the best, (laughs) (laughs) I guess, or like idealizing people. It can be interesting, but yeah, definitely. It's also like, a form of like the u.s having all of this celebrity is in some way like our only influence over the world i mean besides like our colonial military but like (laughs) outside of that that's more like you know like hard power like weapons and stuff whereas like our celebrity probably serves to like in the international world i mean i've only lived in the u.s mostly but um I can imagine it's like it, it, it makes us feel like a greater power than we are because our celebrity is kind of all-consuming. You so, go to other countries or you look at other or if you look at like the Spotify like top 100 in other countries and stuff it's all like western singers it's all like the mm-hmm. big movies and other places are all very much like western movies because are like 
we 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 push out our standards for like famous people or like music or all these things into other places and I don't know I don't know where I was going with that but <laughs> there um in a lot of places it's very much that like they some like countries weirdly look up to like our celebrities and like we have such a strange influence in other places it's very um whether it be a good or bad influence is like you know up to debate but it's uh it's 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 interesting to see when you like take a look at what music other countries like are listening to and what's big or happening in other places when it, like compared to here and um which like celebrities are bigger there than um they might be here there's um princess diane was like a big thing in i think um and in, in, in a few southeast asian countries not southeast south asian and i think a few southeast asian too but it, it's 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 wild the influence um that the west does have on the rest of the world and i mean partly because of you know imperialism but yeah definitely also like the power that celebrity has that the u.s celebrity has like in a certain way makes it feel like probably there's no other option than like you know capitalism or like our form of democracy or anything like that like it, it kind of reinforces that this is the way of life because this is the what everyone's seeing i mean in, in the same way that like it's interesting that you brought up princess diana in like southeast asia because like those are the direct colonizers of like southeast yeah. asia so them looking up to like princess diana is just like pure like cultural capital for the uk Mm -hmm. well, I also I also feel like part of that might be because Princess Diana was like one of the only people in the royal family who was like nice and like gave yeah. about anyone so like she I feel like she kind of represented like almost like anti like mm. um, kind of like um uh what's what's the new I can't remember her name um uh Kate yeah no not Kate oh no I'm so why can't, why can't Megan Markle kind of like i feel like megan markle kind of represents that too today like departure yeah and then yeah being like y'all are really racist and dumb and i'm leaving <laughs> that definitely um, would have been like another interesting documentary we could have watched <laughs> yeah, <definitely>. the oprah <laughs> interview <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> um but what do you guys see as some of the um just like any flaws that you can think of in the way that um, like youth or like teenagers or even kids are treated in America? I don't know. I know that's like a really broad question, but I've just been thinking about it a lot recently, just like how horribly kids are treated here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts that growing up in Alaska, growing up, like going to West and like um, just like everything I've seen throughout my life, I guess. Um, I think that honestly I mean I don't this is I don't think this is like a hot take or anything like that but I just see the way we treat teenagers to me a lot of it's wrapped up in like 
our sense of justice and like I, I think it is like to me it is wrapped up in our sense of like imperialism our sense of like how to treat criminals like like a lot of I think we have like a very narrow-minded view on like how to solve problems in a lot of way especially like in the early 2000s like one thing I was thinking about a lot of watching that um documentary is just how mental health was just not really well understood like in the 2000s when we were growing up like um just watching the Paris Hilton it's like I feel like our conversations on mental health has changed so much in the last like five years or so but I feel mm. like especially in like childhood like or like from what I saw I think it, if you knew someone who was like in therapy I think they that generally like that was considered pretty bizarre or like not talked about like I don't think it was like normalized at all like discussing mental health at all. like yeah I don't think that was like a normalized thing and so I think that things are changing as like we have more like awareness of like mental health in our culture and like people can kind of own up to it a little bit more now and it's it's still like heavily stigmatized but um but yeah I don't know to me it like goes hand in hand with like how we tr discuss mental health and like and like also how we like just decide to like punish people and like our our solution to everything is to take someone away take someone out of society and it just like I think the Paris Hilton documentary just proves it's just such a horrible like understanding of like how to fix problems agreed Ada do you feel like being a teenager now like there's still in terms of like I mean feel free to not answer this but in terms of like mental health stigma like has things changed maybe you wouldn't know if they've changed but are there still problems I mean I feel like I don't know I'm the adults that surround me like at school and stuff a lot of them are pretty you know aware of mental health things and they're pretty you know easygoing and they'll you know they're, they'll talk to you if you need help, but um, considering the fact that, you know, in the 2000s, it does not seem like it was, you know, that way. I think things have been changing. Um, I know that, you know, it seems like school counselors are still the same, you know, it's all about what you're doing, but not how you're feeling still. You know, like um, if I'm doing bad in school or something, it wouldn't, it, it's, it's not like my mental health or something. If that was an issue, that wouldn't be seen as the problem. But the fact that I'm doing poorly in a subject or something, you know. Oh, that's really interesting. And then like, once you start doing better, like, all of a sudden you're there's no mental health struggles or any like no one cares anymore yeah right yeah that's so they say you know oh you're you're fine like you know there's there's no issue here obviously you're you're doing okay because you know your grades are okay therefore you know you should be fine but also there's a whole like oh your mental health is probably bad because you're not doing well in school or something when you know that might not be the case yeah like jumping off that I, that's I feel like also one thing I was thinking about during the Paris Hilton documentary is like she's obviously so like 
has so many mental issues and like is struggling with so many like different things and I was really struck by like just how she's like had this attitude of like I have to pretend everything's perfect all the time and just I don't know just made me think about how mentally exhausting it is to like do that you know where you're just trying to pretend like everything's happy and I feel like I don't know that makes me so angry to think about like what you're saying Ada about like schools and like your grades being your measure of mental health like that's just so like ridiculous it's like just such like a unreal like I, I also am like really I don't think we should have grades like mm. I think that grades are like a really dumb or like way of like measuring people's intelligence but um yeah I don't know that just makes me mad like <laughs> hearing that <laughs> I also just think um well COVID is interesting to talk about in terms of like high school because I I mean I know in the beginning of the pandemic it was like a big thing like um, that a lot of teachers were having to like check in with students uh, about their like mental health because like mm -hmm. that wasn't they weren't like in school as much but then it's like why wasn't that already being done like why like why is it all of a sudden that during COVID we have to suddenly check in with people and make sure they're doing okay I mean and now it's probably gone away right um, yeah I mean I haven't had a teacher ask like you know yeah, now that everything's normal again, it's like, yeah. It's more so, like, you enjoying seeing people again? Mm. You happy to be awake at 7 a.m.? Time to, like, I don't know, these, um, and it's uh, the teachers who were, you know, super aware of or seemed to be aware of um, their students' mental health, at least during COVID, seem to have, um, you know, they don't seem to care as much during um, our current school year. Yeah, and of course, like, the teachers are definitely understaffed too and, and might not have, like, um, I don't know, like, or at least I know, like, in Chicago, I forget how it is in Anchorage, but in Chicago, like there was a lot of schools that didn't have a nurse or a social worker at all until like a year ago until they made that a requirement. Um, I don't know, just things like that are crazy. I thought we could go full circle and talk about just like that, that like Paris went through all this trauma and, and, and through the trauma, she formed a persona that influenced like an entire generation of social media and like celebrity. I don't know any reactions to that like it just that to me was just crazy yeah I didn't even put honestly weirdly I didn't even put the two together until you just mentioned it but no wonder social media is so messed up like it literally comes from yeah that's so weird I didn't even think about that makes sense checks out <laughs> yeah and obviously it's not like all on Paris Hilton but it is just kind of a reflection of like I mean, if a lot of teenagers are going through the same thing and then growing up and getting on social media, it's just kind of all like a mess. I mean, both these women went through like a lot of like genuine abuse. And it's just crazy to see like they've lived through so much. Thinking back, like watching through it, like the I guess the last thing I would say, like going off what Ada said is like it, makes me really angry that like 
I feel like they had both Brittany and like Paris Hilton they had like anger or like just their own like feelings about life and I feel like it makes me really angry just like think about how gaslit they got and how like the media just and society just like just called labeled them both as like crazy or like deviants in whatever way it's just very upsetting to think yeah. about <laughs> that's not a happy note to end on <laughs> but yeah the media definitely threw them both under the bus and made a lot of money doing it and yeah. seems to have faced no repercussions <laughs> i mean i guess the good note would be it was a good documentary. I like the Paris Hilton documentary. <laughs> Both of yeah, them. Yeah, and Britney Spears is maybe getting out of her con- conservatorship now, so that's True. a win. Go Britney. Or, um... You've been listening to Film Club, a production of Alaska Teen Media Institute. Our show's theme music was composed by Kendrick Whiteman. Alaska Teen Media Institute is based in Anchorage, Alaska. We would like to acknowledge the Denina people whose land we work on. Many thanks to supporters of our podcast, including Rosie Robards and Della Cutchins. The views expressed in this program do not necessarily represent the views of our sponsors. Thanks to our listeners who contribute to our programs and help us leverage additional funds and grants. If you'd like to support Youth Voices in Alaska and help keep our podcast going, you can support us through Patreon. It's a membership platform that makes it easier for you to support creative endeavors like Atme. Just go to patreon.com slash alaskateenmedia. You can also help out by subscribing to, rating, or writing a review of our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Every little bit helps us get our stories out there. And if you are a youth ages 13 to 24 who is interested in becoming a member of our team, go to alaskateenmedia.org slash join to find out more. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For Alaska Teen Media Institute, I'm Grady Cutchins. Thank you for listening.